This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's bring in Scott Braun, co-host on Foul Territory TV. Follow him on Twitter at Scott Braun. Scott, I'm just, I like to play devil's advocate on this show with Chelsea, but would you ever turf your yard and say, you know what? I don't believe in lawn maintenance. I'm a busy guy. I'll just turf it. No, but I mean, Chelsea, can't you just have someone help you with the backyard? Like, you just pay for landscaping or lawnmower service or whatever, right? That seems actually cheaper if you did that all year than turfing it. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, no, I would do the same. I'm not, I'm not turfing. I'm not turfing. No. You want to put a strip down for putting or something? Cool. There you go. But I'm not turfing my whole backyard. I don't have one. I'm not a house guy. I'm an apartment guy. But if I did have a backyard, if, yeah, if we wanted to have a little golf section, cool. Um, if I was a billionaire and I wanted a golf course, also fine. But then we're talking in a different stratosphere. Like if we're talking about Zuckerberg, I think his wife should let him do whatever he wants. He's had a successful career. They can buy another house. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but also, no, generally, like for the common human, I would uh, I would stick with the grass. I appreciate that Mark Zuckerberg's wife, like, calls him out on stuff, though. Yeah. Like, he's not Mark Zuckerberg to her. You know, she's like, no, <laughs> I still have some say in this relationship. So kudos to her for trying to stick up uh, to her husband, no matter how much money he makes. So let's take a look at oh. the updated odds <laughs> for World Series winners. Because we just had the trade deadline. We had some big, splashy moves. So now we have the Braves continue to be the favorites, plus 325, Dodgers 5-1, to one, Rays 7-1, to one, along with the Astros at 7-1 to one as well, and the Rangers at 9-1. to one. Are there any teams on this list that you think provide some value? Hell yes. So help me out Hell here because yeah. I, yeah. my, my, I don't have my glasses on, but tell me, what are the Blue Jays at? I see a plus. Is Ooh, it in the 16 to the 1. Oh, wow. 16 to 1. They're 16. They're 16 to 1. So, yes, I like the Blue Jays and the Phillies on that list a lot. Ooh, from you'll a have talent to tell me. perspective. Okay. They're both making the playoffs. Okay. They'll both make the playoffs likely as a wild card. Baseball has proven that that doesn't mean much. Wild card team can make it to the World Series. No problem. It's been happening very frequently in the game for a long time, and it's going to be even more likely now that we have three wild cards. The Phillies were one of those wild cards last year. They made it to the World Series. To me, when I look at the Phillies, if at least one of their cold bats 
turns things around like a Trey Turner who's had, he'll say it himself, an awful season. He's not like that. And I think he'll be a better postseason player too, speed kills. Nick Castellanos, if he turns it around, the Phillies are better. Like their pitching is better than it was last year in my mind. And then, and I know it's tough to get back to the World Series, but they didn't win it. And on the other end, the Blue Jays, in my mind, are one of the most talented rosters. And it hasn't all come together. Partially to blame is Alec Manoa. It's been so bad this year that if he was just mediocre in his starts, they'd probably be competing for an AL East uh, division title. So in my mind, obviously, Alec, if he looks like this in October, is not going to be starting games for them. Um, They made some nice additions at the trade deadline, like Jordan Hicks for their bullpen. DeYoung gives them a little more depth uh, infield-wise. They are as talented as any team in the sport right now. So I think those two, I would put money down on both, right? Give me an AL and give me an NL. And and those are nice odds. I think that's that's Mm -hmm. too generous um, for the betters right now. We're talking with Scott Braun, co-host of Foul Territory TV. So, Scott, which team do you believe helped itself the most at the trade timeline? I think most people would tell you the Rangers. I could put Mm -hmm. them in my top two or three for sure. They picked up four pitchers over the past month. Um, But for me, it's the other team in that division. It's the Houston Astros. So, Justin Verlander is a better pitcher than Max Scherzer this year. He has been more consistent when he's been on the mound. His stuff has played up more than Scherzer, right? Those are two of the best pitchers of our generation, two Hall of Famers. So they acquire JV after the Rangers acquire Max. And Kendall Graveman for their bullpen is immediately a guy that you can put in high leverage spots. He's already been there before. So even though the Rangers picked up four pitchers and the Astros picked up two, I like the quality of what the Astros picked up and they didn't need to pick up as much on the pitching side. And I think their offense is going to be much better the last couple months with Jordan Alvarez back. He is by far, in my mind, their best and most dangerous hitter. He's maybe the most clutch hitter in the whole game. So I'll give it to Houston. I think they take the crown for this. Yeah, ask the Seattle Mariners what they think about Jordan Alvarez uh, ending their season last year. God, they probably hate that guy. Uh, I'm almost rolling my eyes at the Astros because it just feels like every year they make some move. What do you know? They're going to be in the ALCS again. It feels like every single season. But something I have trouble like communicating to people who are kind of casually involved in baseball is that winning in the postseason is not the same thing as winning in the regular season. Your roster has to be a touch different. You have to have like those big aces anchoring your rotation. So are you looking at some of these teams who are doing well in the regular season right now and saying, yeah, they're good right now, but when the postseason rolls along, I'm not sure if they have the roster. Cause I think that's probably the biggest question mark with maybe the Orioles. You know, you read my mind, Justin. That I swear I was going to bring up the Orioles. That is a perfect example of a team that has played brilliant baseball for most of the year, and they have done almost nothing to supplement their roster, not just at this trade deadline, but also in the offseason. Now, Jack Flaherty looked awesome yesterday. That's great. Nice mm-hmm. addition, for sure, and they need that help, but they needed to do more, in my mind, especially on the pitching front, because all of their starters, in my mind, have out performed expectations these are not highly touted guys most of them they've done a great job with their pitching department developing them and then also most of them i think are going to tire down the stretch because they haven't been there before it's not like they didn't bring in many guys where they're like oh they've been there before they've pitched a full season they're not going way over their career high in innings no everybody's got the same story there and i think they're aware of that and i think they just ignored it because they didn't want to pay guys for the last couple months of the year and they didn't want to give up much 
in terms of their prospect capital. So yes, like I, that's why when I'm looking at that list, I know the Orioles are ahead of the Blue Jays in terms of World Series favorite. I definitely think I'd rather go on the Blue Jays end. So that's a great example of a team that I would be concerned about. Um, I also would like to mention, because uh, you mentioned it real quick, the Seattle Mariners. What a disappointment <laughs> in my mind, because we're talking yeah. to Paul Seawalt. We're talking to Paul today on ah. Foul Territory. Oh, okay. He's one of the regulars on the show. He's one of the best relievers in the sport, and they traded him away. They gave up on their team so quickly. And in my mind, Chelsea, Seattle is actually the opposite of what you're talking about. I think that they're, they would be a great postseason team because they have a really stacked pitching rotation, and they've got, they have some pretty good depth in their bullpen, which they obviously just took a piece out of. I know they got some major league talent back that, that can help them on offense, but – I just I think that they're the kind of team that can beat you to death with their pitching depth the last couple months of the season where a lot of other teams, their pitching's tiring out. Um, I think Seattle would have gone on a nice run the last couple months. They still might. I just think it sucks to trade yeah. your closer away. To me, that was the wrong message to send to your clubhouse. And they did the same thing two years ago when they traded Kendall Graveman away to the Astros. So terrible mm-hmm. move. I've slammed them the whole time for it. It's going to bite them in the ass at some point, And we're going to talk to Paul about it later. Ooh. Ooh, I'm looking forward to that. We were banging. We're just bagging on the Mariners earlier in the show. So, Scott, did the Angels make the wrong move here in not trading Shohei? I know this has been discussed a lot. And at first you thought, okay, they're rolling the dice here. Maybe they make a run, but it really looks like that's not going to happen. And now we get to enjoy them for the rest of the season. Was this a bad call on their part? They said, eh, whatever, you know, we don't have that many great prospects anyway. Let's just deal them away and set ourselves back another few years. And that's what they did. And that's their right. And they're making tons and tons of money off Shohei Otani being on that roster. And he's he might chase 62 homers. I mean, he's at 40 at another one last night. But also last night, Carlos Estevez has been great. One of the best relievers in the game. He gave up the Grand Slam yesterday. In my mind, they should have traded Shohei Otani last year. Then you still get the mulligan this year when he's even better than he was last year. And I think the trade value still would have been the highest we've ever seen for a rental player. And they did not trade him away. They decided we do not care about tomorrow. Who knows what tomorrow brings? Will we even wake up, you know, in 2024? Well, you're going to, and your team's going to be terrible for the next five years. So, yes, they should have traded all right, so uh, only a couple minutes left. Do you have any plays for us? Mm-hmm. Or if you don't, I know it's early in the morning. Do you want me to tell you my plays and you can talk me out of them? Or do you have some prepared? Or are you here? Hello? Uh, do we oh, have I'm... Scott Braun? Are you here? All right, Scott. Oh. Very convenient that he asked him for a play. And all of a sudden, he freezes up. Real convenient there, Scott. Not clutch. <laughs> Not clutch. You know what that is? That's the Mariners at the deadline. Oh, there he is. He's logged back in. Maybe we can get Scott. So we'll keep talking, and maybe we can bring him in for maybe one more question and get there a play. There he is. I see Scott's Scott. face. Oh, you're back on just in time. What is, what is your play for today? Do you have one or two? Yeah. Yes, yes. Sorry about that. I, I um I'm in a different place like every five seconds. You probably have noticed this. Like every time I've been on, I'm probably in a different place. That's that different is room. part of my job. I'm used yes, different well, different city. I'm all over ah. the place. But yeah, I'll give you I'll give you a few quick plays. 
So um, for me, in the afternoon, I like the over eight and a half for the Braves and the Cubs. Cubs offense has been sick. I don't trust Kyle Hendricks against Atlanta. I think there'll be some scoring there despite the wind. Um, and then two this evening, I'm trying to figure out which one of these two for my lock. Um, the Reds run line at minus one and a half. They are on a three-game losing skid. They're much better at home. They've beaten the crap out of the Nationals. And I think Graham Ashcraft's been really good. And Patrick Corbin got beat up by them last time. And lastly, Brewers run line at plus 125. They have also beaten the crap out of the team that they're playing, the Pittsburgh Pirates, all year. Quinn Priester has not been good yet. He's supposed to be eventually. And Colin Ray um, was solid against them a month ago. Can you guys help me, actually? Reds run line or Brewers run line tonight? For my lock, I'm, I'm, t- I'm putting money down on both. But I do my one lock on on foul territory, and I'm I'm up big this year. What do you I think? love Brewers. Brewers. Yep. All right, hey, yeah. and you said it both at yeah. the same time. Okay, boom, Let's go. done. Brewers awesome. plus one twenty five, baby. I'm in. Thank you. Sorry Let's about the connection it. issues, but great to catch up with you. Hey, always great talking to you, Scott. Check him out on Foul Territory TV. It's our friend Scott Brown. We're on the Brew Crew as well. Scott, we appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, there it is. Get in Cheers. the free pub. Happy Friday. <laughs> yes, sir. See you soon. That's what I like to hear. See you, man. I love hearing that because I'm on the Brew Crew. I have two plays, and I'm going Brewers first five. I'm excited about this play. Let's just jump on the Brewers. If you can get them on the run line, I can lay the juice. Let's get it. Coming up next on the show. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.